Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Let the rain fall down and wake my dreams. Let it wash away my sanity. Because I want to feel the thunder. I want to scream. Let the rain fall down. I'm coming clean. Kristen Cavallari is coming clean. Join with me to talk about the royal divorce of a pop, no, (laughs) a reality star and a Trump supporting football player, Troy McKeady. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm just feeling a lot of things, um, most of them good. I feel like I have been advocating for a, um, I've been talking a lot of my podcasts about uh, an eventual Corona divorce, and I think you have too, like, about, you know, something in a, some couples are going to blow up because of this quarantine. And I think we got our first casualty with Kristen Cavallari and Jane, Jake Cutler. Wow. What a moment. Yeah, I I mean yeah, I've uh I've been kind of obsessing over like what will happen just to celebrity in general, but like especially couples because it's a, like a lot of the things that celebrity couples do to like like sustain their relationship and like their uh I don't know, just like their like popularity, like they can't do any of it. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't know, it's just interesting. And more importantly, they can't get away from each other because I think a no. lot of celebrity couples are probably successful. And I'm using quotes in that, like for whatever successful means, because they travel a lot and don't really have to spend a lot of time with each other. But now that isn't an option. So, wow. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's um, wild. It's so wild. So let's start with, you know, the perfect... PR package divorce announcement that they gave us um, with great sadness. After 10 years together, we have come to a loving conclusion to get a divorce. Um, We have nothing but love and respect for one another and are deeply grateful for the years shared, memories made, and the children we are so proud of. This is just a situation of two people growing apart. And in closing, Kristen wrote, we ask that everybody respect our privacy as we navigate this difficult time within our family. I, this is one of like my least favorite things apart part of like celebrity culture is this idea that like, we're so loving. We love each other so much. We just like, we couldn't make it work. Please respect our privacy. Like stop playing with me. You people don't break up because they love each other so much. Also, it's just like, to me, the whole point of like a celebrity 
announcement of their like uncoupling is because it's like celebrities like back in the day like in the 90s who would do this it was because they knew like the weight that their relationship had on like pop culture and like on you know what i mean like on just culture in general like a real hardcore like a-list celebrity being like look you know, like Brad and Jen, you know, that's a couple that has to release a statement being like, I know that you guys are all emotionally dependent on this relationship, but we are making the decision to break up. When reality stars do this, I'm like, girl, just break, you know what I mean? Like, just break up and move on. I don't need you to like hold my hand through your divorce. Okay. Like, it's fine. Okay. You're right. And it's also the suggestion that like their love is so elevated. Like we can't even imagine like, you know, like, most people break up because they cheated on each other or just because they fucking hate each other. And that's fine. Like, I'm a yeah. ass woman. You don't have to lie to me. <laughs> yeah. Don't lie to me. Um, I was wondering, have you ever seen Very Cavalry? So, I am, like, very strictly, like, not an E gal. <laughs> e is not, like, my thing. I watch the Kardashians, obviously, and there's, like, shows that I make exceptions for. And I definitely have watched the show. But I've always had a little bit of, vendetta, a little bit of a vendetta against that show because I feel like it's a waste of Kristen Cavallari's, like, reality TV potential, to be honest. Okay, interesting. I did, I had never seen it until yesterday, so I did my research, which is watching the very season series premiere, season one, episode one, and then season three, episode one. And that's about all I could handle. Yeah. What I gathered from the series premiere was that, you know, she lives in Nashville now because Jay always had a dream of raising his children there, so she made the decision to do it to move down down there with him after he retired um you know she's got her whole staff of you know fembots basically that work for her jewelry line uncommon james there's a girl named Brittany who's got for some reason an i and a y in her name um you know, I mean, it seems like the only liberal thing that's happening is their makeup applications. Like, it's just, it's just very, very basic for me. It's not my style. Yeah, I'm that Jay is like, like the saving grace of the show. In the two episodes that I saw, I, I didn't see that. It seems mostly that he doesn't like Kristen or her friends or her job or her lifestyle. And he just wants to, like, go hunting and, like, have her be pregnant and cook for him all day. So that's- yeah. It's just not uh, where I, I, like, ever thought she would end up. It's just, like, a little, like, ugh. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's, like, I'm almost excited for this because I'm, like, cool, like, a fresh start for you. Hopefully you make a, a better choice the next time. <laughs> um yeah yeah so the opening of season three was actually fairly interesting because apparently during season two there were a lot of rumors about her best friend kelly um and jay cheating with each other having an affair with one another now the season premiere really addresses this she has a conversation with jay about it and she says that she never believed the affair rumors like she didn't think it was possible but she and kelly have not spoken or had not spoken um in quite some time because she felt like kelly was trying to like get clout off of like bringing up jay and tweets and stuff Mm -hmm. and she's very upset about the fact that like kelly would you know, basically, like, continue the narrative of this affair for her own sake, and she felt like Kelly was really, basically, like, using her, you know, taking advantage of of, uh, the situation of being on the show, of Kristen and her fame and stuff like that. So, um, she has a conversation with Jay, and Jay's like, well, they weren't accusing me of cheating, they were accusing her. I'm like, well, that's not how that works. (laughs) I didn't have sex with her. She had sex with me. (laughs) He's just very dry. And she brings up, like, in both episodes that I watched, she brings up the fact that, like, they don't really make time for one another, she and Jay, and that they um, hadn't been out on a date in, like, six months just on their own. And, and, you know, it seems like their relationship has basically always been very difficult, and that they just Mm -hmm. couldn't take it anymore. 
Yeah, they strike me as the, the kind of couple that, like, at the beginning, there was something there. But eventually, you know, they've been together for, like, a pretty long time. And, like, eventually, I think their relationship just became, like, a business, you know? Right. So I did, like, a timeline of their relationship. I don't want to get too deep into it, but I, I pulled some things that I thought were really interesting. Love that. So she said that she got a call from her publicist back in like 2010, 2011, um, that Jay had reached out to her publicist and wanted to fly her out to Chicago where he was, uh, you know, living and working, playing for the bears and to like, take her out on a date. And she said that she didn't know who he was. She had to Google him. Um, and basically that like, she was in the middle of filming the hills at the time so she was like i don't want a boyfriend in chicago but juliana rancic revealed in us weekly that she was the one who set them up and she said i knew them both for a while and i introduced them and they went on a date and now they're dating so it is the truth girl (laughs) what is the truth I think it's absolutely psychotic that like i don't know if people do this so much now if it's not like a straight up PR beard situation, but like it seemed around that time that there was a lot of like publicists contacting celebrities to date other celebrities. And I just think that's so weird. I'm obsessed with it. I think that it's like whenever I find out that a celebrity was paired with another celebrity because the publicist mutually thought it would be good. It's like the Hollywood version of like an arranged relationship and it is so weird and interesting especially when it works out like right it's even more weird when it works like that's how nick and paris started dating that like paris like had a bodyguard or something contact his bodyguard because they were friends like it was like one of those kinds of things like you know what i mean like you have people contact people who know people because it's just so weird it's so weird. And I, I just like in my little feeble brain, I'm always thinking like they're meeting each other at like, you know, ketchup back in the day. Like they're yeah. they're seeing each other from the restaurant. They're like they're at Beso and like sparks start to fly. Yeah. Um I think the most famous or maybe infamous uh, example of this is like Tom Cruise auditioning all those women actresses until he finally just married Katie Holmes, which is a real treat. Like, if you guys don't know about that, I, w- I would implore you to look that up. Oh, so delightful. It is so... Oh, yeah, I literally get goosebumps thinking about it. It's the craziest fucking wacky thing to have, like, a several-month-long, like, interviewing process and then finding different girls and seeing how far they're willing to change their appearance and personality for Tom. Yeah. And, like, what do you think... Wh- what do you think Katie... Can you tap into, like, where Katie's head was at? Like, do you think that she was genuinely in love with him? Or do you think... What do you? Th- what is your insight on that? I think that Katie was promised a lot from the Church of Scientology, like, career-wise. Um, I think that she was basically told, like, you're literally going to be the first lady of this church. Like, this isn't just you being in a relationship with Tom Cruise. It's you being in a relationship with, like, the leader of our church basically and on top of it like it'll make you you know like a royal couple because that's how if you think about it like that's how they were marketed that they were like royals at the very beginning for sure so i mean it's like i as for like a young girl who like maybe doesn't know a lot about the church it's like i guess i kind of get it but even at the same time i'm like weren't you scared you know what i mean like i would be so scared (laughs) So scared. Um, so let's go back to Jay and Kristen. So eight months into their relationship, well, Kristen says that two months into their relationship, Jay told her that he, that she was going to be the woman that he married, which is a thing. Um, so eight months into their relationship would have been April 2011. Jay proposed to her, but three months later, the engagement was broken off because Kristen was under the impression, correctly, that, like I said, Jay basically just wanted like a housewife and a mother, and that she chose to break up with him because she wanted to prove a point that like that wasn't the sort of life that she was ever going to be living. Good for her. Good for her, but I think it still seems like that was the issue throughout the entirety of their relationship. So I don't really know how 
well, that worked. <laughs> um, so basically, she says, uh, <sighs> they got back together and then she quickly got pregnant so they got back together in like november she announced her first pregnancy in january and you know things happened from there they had three kids within the span of like three or four years um they ended up getting married after she gave birth to the first boy and you know, just things just went on from there. So she's in, they're all in Nashville. She's opening up the Uncommon James store. Things are going really well for her. And I think it's sort of what we see, like, classic housewife, like, old school housewives, is that, like, these men were the breadwinners, the famous ones, or, you know, maybe it was not famous, like, powerful. And then these women get their own shine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a huge problem because it's a power shift, you know, Yeah. And handle it. And I, I think that is such a fascinating part of the housewives is like the men's inability to handle that. One, these women are making their own money. And so they don't like have to be their underlings and two, like their notoriety increases. But I mean, it's, it's like, you kind of can't say that about Kristen because she was famous well before even Jay was, I would say. Yeah. Certainly. <laughs> Excuse me. I would imagine it's like um one of those things where it's like uh, not not that it's similar because Megan wasn't famous before, but like Megan from Real Housewives of OC, like it's kind of like it reminds me of how he became Megan's husband. I'm sure that played a big part in their relationship where like, you know, more like main like pop culture people just know Chris and Cavallari. You know what I mean? Like and after so many years, I'm sure he just kind of, like, became Kristen Cavallari's, like, husband to a lot of people who don't follow sports. Right. Right. Because, like, at the time that they moved to Nashville, like, she had lived in Chicago all that time, basically being, like, a football wife and, like, traveling back and forth and doing stuff for E! in L.A. But, like, you know, I would imagine, like, when she was in Chicago, she had those, like, three young kids and it was... You know, she probably was playing more of the housewife role. Yeah. And it almost kind of, it gives me a little bit of shades of, well, maybe not so much. I'll, I'll scrap that. But uh, I just, uh, are you keeping up with, like, Vanderpump? Mm-hmm. The relationship between Bo and Stassi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because I don't listen to her podcast because I just don't have time to be cursed like that. But what I hear <laughs> is that <laughs> what I hear is that like they bicker a lot and it seems like there's a power dynamic happening there because he is like totally folding into his world. And to me it seemed very obvious that Bo wanted to be famous on yeah. his own merit. And, you know, like, sure, he loves her, right? But, like, I also think that he gets tired of being on the Stasi train and he tries to, like, be an asshole where he can to sort of get, you know, like, shift the dynamic there, which is dark. Well, I think the really interesting thing that's happened just generally to the cast of that show is that they've become, like, these, like, parody versions of themselves where it's, like, now they're all just like soundbite idiots. Like, you know what I mean? Stasi being like murder, ranch, like all of her shit, like just the things that Stasi says. They like think yeah. that they're the cast of friends. You know what I mean? And um I think that he so easily fit into that because he has such like um it's such like a put on like aesthetic quirkiness. Like it's not an authentic weirdness. It's like you're you I've said this a million times it's like you think you're weird because you wear silly socks like I'm going to need a little bit more from you if that's <laughs> your whole identity is that you're weird because you wear ties that you got on like Etsy okay you, you know what I mean like I completely know how you mean because I distinctly remember thinking like the first season he was on the show I'm like I felt like I was looking around in a room of people who were like totally pro bow and yeah. Yeah, like he looks great compared to Jackson Patrick, but like then there was an episode where he came out and surprised her in like a some sort of animal onesie, and I was like, okay, enough. 
and now yeah <laughs> isn't everybody seeing this like you're if a 38 year old man came out in a onesie like trying to make me laugh i would be like please like you have 45 seconds to get out of my space before i call the police <laughs> he's just got it's just such like performative weirdness like he's the guy that says like in his head oh that'll be weird that'll be quirky you know what i mean like he's the guy that wears like chuck taylor's with a suit and thinks he's being like wild it's like yeah. girl you know what i mean like he really is that basic guy so it's like he he slid so perfectly into where she was in her life at that moment where she needed just kind of like an aesthetically like i don't know like a cartoon character of a person boyfriend you know what I mean? Just like a not real human person. And she got it. But yeah, I definitely think that he wanted to be famous for sure. And it's starting to, uh, it, it has to be grating for him to just be Stasi's boyfriend. It's gotta be. Yeah, completely, completely. And like, you're right. Like you can cuff up your khaki jeans all you want to, but like, I'm not buying it. Yeah. Like, okay, there's pizza on your socks, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to need a little bit more from you. If that's your whole personality, is that you're this wacky, weird guy. I'm bored. Like, no. So bored. So, so bored. Okay, so... Back back to these people. So, well, the interesting, I think, thing in terms of their breakup is that it really came on the heels of their now infamous Bahamas trip where they were quote unquote stuck there for three weeks um, and just managed to get back to Nashville despite staying there for no reason with the Bahamian government telling them like, if you don't leave prepare to be here for an indefinite amount of time. Um, So they were like, you know, they were obviously posting a lot of pictures on social media. Now that people are looking back, hindsight's 2020, people are seeing that like, uh, Kristen never posted a picture of him, like, of them as a couple, like the only photographic evidence there seems to be is from her uh, best friend slash hairstylist, Justin, uh, who posted a picture of like, her and Jay and like him and his fiance. so in the filing, apparently he filed on Friday, which Kristen didn't know about. So then she had to counterfile. He lists the date of separation as the 21st. Um, and she lists the date of separation as April 7th, which was the day that they got back from the Bahamas. Um, uh, my theory is that... Okay, there was also, like, another term that she used. Oh, inappropriate marital conduct. And on top of irreconcilable differences. I think that maybe Jay threatened to vaccinate the children, and that was just, like, the end of it for her. What do you... (laughs) Um, Wow, wait, what did she say? What was that that thing? Um, Inappropriate marital conduct and irreconcilable differences. Hmm. God, as many divorces as I've talked about, I don't think I've ever, like, I've never spoken about somebody citing uh, inappropriate marital conduct. Right. Like, what, is, what does that mean? That is that cheating? Um, I don't understand what that means. So it says, um, in the, Kristen claims on the filing that Jay insinuated misconduct on her part. And the document says any misconduct alleged or implied against her in the complaint for divorce was in response to and or a result of misconduct, excuse me, misconduct on behalf of her husband. So they both are claiming that there was something uh, that happened. Okay, so I'm trying to think of, I oh gosh, I think I deleted exactly what that meant. Let me see. Um Marital misconduct. Misconduct. Um, it just feels like that could mean anything. Like what? Like that can mean so many things. It's such like a blanket term, you know? Right. Okay. So it means that Jay. She filed that Jay is guilty of such inappropriate marital discon- marital conduct as renders further cohabitation unsafe or improper. Um. So basically saying that, like, whatever he did was so horrible that they can't even live together anymore. Oof. 
eat. Dark, right? <laughs> They're also claiming that both of that neither of them, like Jay is saying that Kristen was not the main uh, caretaker in terms of their kids and that she's claiming the same thing about him. Um, they're both saying that they were the primary at-home caretaker for the children. Oh, God. Um, and Jay said in his filing that he has always been the available at-home parent and primary case caretaker of the party's minor children. Um yeah, she said that he was not available in the home, that, like, basically, he just, like, it was bullshit. Like, whatever he's saying about being so available to the children was not at all the case, and that he really wasn't in the house like that. I mean, I would imagine that they both were, like, there's probably seven women raising their kids. Yeah, for sure. Like, no. yeah, I totally agree that neither of you guys are the primary character. Yeah, like, you're both right. Perfect. <laughs> um, so she wants to have sole cu- custody of the children, but he wants to have um, split custody. She also wants to for him, she wants for him to pay for child support and to pay for the children's health insurance, and she wants for him to have a uh, life insurance policy with her listed as a sole beneficiary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Weird. God, I love, I love divorce filings. I really, like, it is one of my kinks. I love reading celebrity <laughs> divorce filings. It's so specific. It, it You learn so much about a couple through, like, what they want out of the divorce. Exactly. And that's why it blows this, like, we're, we made the loving decision to break exactly. up, but we're going to be best friends forever. Right. And care about the kids like this is where it completely blows blows it out of the water like i love it love it love it it. and i think we can both agree that our first um dalliance with being like completely titillated by a divorce filing would be uh what's your face um oh my god you know who i'm saying that she alleged uh oh my god the country star and the actress uh um Oh my god! <laughs> Holy okay. god! Selwager and yes, you married. What? Is, what the hell is that little little fucker's name? <laughs> I don't know the man with the hat. Uh, yeah, the little bald guy. 
What is his name? Oh my god, this is gonna kill me. Oh, Kenny Chesney. Kenny yeah. Chesney, yes. That like little gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he claim that there was like fraud? Was that the thing? Yes. Ugh. What a blessing. And everybody is like, oh. I'm like, like, God, you guys have just been sitting on this craziness for however long, and then all of a sudden it just is like... Because the thing about divorce filings is that it's like, they have to be honest, you know? It's like yeah. a moment where the couple has to be like sort of uncomfortably honest for the public, and it's like, oh, fraud, huh? Tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the, you know, the common... A theory was that he was gay. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, that's like, um, it's just one of those, like, second, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like a common known, what's, you know what I'm, the word I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. it's like common folklore, you know? Yeah, the accepted, the accepted reasoning. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this, what a, what a brilliant, brilliant thing. So, her friend Justin was a guy that was with uh, them in the Bahamas. Everybody was saying, like, oh, I think he, you know, uh, they cheated with each other. Like, sis, do you guys watch the show? Like, he is clearly a homosexual. He's engaged. <laughs> <laughs> he is fully engaged to a man. He's, like, engaged to some YouTube guy named Austin Rhodes, who I've never heard of. But apparently this guy is, like, at least a dozen years younger than him. Which, you know, is another story for another day. Um, So, basically, people were saying, like, okay, what happened during this Bahamas vacation that really was a straw that broke the camel's back? Um, But apparently, according to people, excuse me, guys, um, they pulled, like, a Brad and Jen. On their recent trip, they already knew that they were going to be splitting up. Kristen and Jay had been having problems for a long time, and they hadn't spent much time together in recent months. Um, they're claiming that Kristen's busy career and differing priorities led to the split. Um, Kristen and Jay are a lot different. She has so much on her plate with her brands and her show, and Jay's not interested in all of that. She's so passionate about her work, and they couldn't relate to each other, so it pulled them apart. And that's what they always, that's, like, always the thing, right? It's, like, time apart from, like, busy schedules, like... (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, like, how is that always the thing? It's like her Chinese laundry line is keeping her so busy. Like, okay. (laughs) Right. And it's like, when you put all of your business in Nashville where you're located, how much time are you guys spending apart? It's not like she's going to India to mine for gold. It's not like, you know, (laughs) like, you guys stay in the house all the time with each other. So what what is happening here? What is really happening? It's very confusing to me. This is why I'm like so upset that that sh- it, it upsets me so much that she settled on E. Like of all the networks, you know what I mean? Like a network that's like not at all going to tell what's actually going on in your life. It's just going to be full on to for me E is a network that's just full on like reality TV tropes every single episode that they can fit in. Like, let's go do goat yoga. Let's go talk to a dog psychic. You know what I mean? Let's go learn how to do whatever. Like, it's just, like, literally, like, closing your eyes and, like, throwing a a dart at a dartboard, and that's the theme of today's episode kind of thing. If their show was... You know what I mean? Like, if their show was about this, (laughs) if their show was about (laughs) this stuff, I would be locked in, but it's not. It's you know, it's about Kristen designing shoes. Exactly. And yes, you're extremely right about Eve being like, it's a really difficult thing because it's like, okay, you guys are a gossip celebrity network, but then you can't talk about the stars on your network. It really makes it difficult. Like, yeah, here's how we found out about Kylie being pregnant is that a bunch of people at E had had tips but they couldn't say anything because obviously the family is so, you know, it's their top moneymaker. Right. It was like, I was, I looked at a whole email chain of like this being like, yeah, I saw her here. We saw her at the hospital. We saw her going for a checkout. We saw her. She was clearly pregnant. Well, what do we do with this? 
because we can't say a damn thing. <laughs> so yeah. TMZ ended up being the one who broke the story however months later. And that sucks. <laughs> you know, us. I was actually like thinking about this the other day. <clears throat> um, when it comes to E specifically, it's like, so E is, I guess, technically still considered like a, a celebrity gossip network mm-hmm. because of E! News. That's the reason, right? Right. Because they have a show that does gossip, so they are a gossip network. Okay. Um, It's like they should just change their whole thing to just being like a Kardashian network. They literally should just be like, they should go full own (laughs) and be like, this is the Kardashian network where we occasionally dabble in other celebrities. Right. Like, Every three years, you can expect to us to give Chloe a one-season wonder. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know? <laughs> you're you're right, because it's like they end up being shooting themselves in the foot. But I, you know, like, for us, it's like, I don't think we would ever go to E! for celebrity gossip for the reasons that we just explained. Oh, my God. I think for, like, the average American casual, like, middle-aged mom people, I think that is their go-to place. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Mom's being like, you know, like, did you hear Mario Lopez showed his abs on Ellen? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of news. Like, absolutely. <laughs> people who think that Jason Kennedy is just, like, the sweetest little angel. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> people like that. Like, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating for the people who are, like, entrenched in pop culture. Like, mm-hmm. just you know, lob these, like, softball interviews with, like, they're, like, oh, let's, let, let's talk about how, you know, like, Jason Kennedy's, like, you know, I was texting with Chloe, and she's feeling very good about, <clears throat> you know, the fact that Tristan, you know, basically put his dick on somebody's forehead for everyone <laughs> to see. And, you know, like, and it's like, I just don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't need that, like, like that level of, like, fluff is so extreme for me. Like, I can't even, I cannot, I, I don't want to hear E's take on Simon Cowell, like, throwing shade at Sharon Osbourne or whatever. I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally, totally right. Um, <laughs> So there was also a blind item that came out on Sunday, the day that the news dropped, saying, <clears throat> I bet the former NFL player will say he thought he had an open relationship, which is why he could have sex with the reality star's best friend, which goes back to um, the end of the relationship between Kristen and her friend Kelly. Wow. I don't believe blind items, but, you know, I still, I still take them in every now and again. Yeah, I like to cross kind of cross check so i usually i always read blind items and like mainstream news together and like try and find like a kind of happy medium mm-hmm. uh, but this is like really really bright reminding me of like nick and jessica with like casey cobb in their house yes you know what i mean i'm getting casey cobb vibes right now <laughs> yeah yeah there's a stranger in my house yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. who's there alone with my husband for like weeks on end like it's weird it's yeah. so weird it, and it's like how how can you really be surprised when at the very least if rumors come out about that like can we really be surprised like of course like even if it's never going never true like people are obviously going to talk like and, yeah. and maybe we need to be smarter about that um, I just, to be honest, find it completely like I find it odd that celebrities even paint themselves into a corner to think that they can have a monogamous relationship. Like I think like most celebrities are okay with their relationships not being monogamous, and they just are like chill with that. And then there's ones that like are, and at the same time aren't at the same time. You know what I mean? Like they like kind of dip in and out of caring that their spouse cheats when they have access to anything that their heart desires at any moment it just kind of seems like why even bother being monogamous because it just seems like it's like it goes against everything that you do you know what i'm trying to say yeah you touched on this on your podcast a while back about like yeah what is the point and i think you mentioned like jay-z and beyonce and there being rumors about them being open you know yeah. there's like a 
standing like sort of joke is it true rumor about uh beyonce and lebron and how much she like seems to give him in the eyes when she's sitting courtside during a <laughs> uh whatever team he plays for i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's it is interesting but it's like you're totally right when you have when you're beautiful and you have the money and the access to all of these other incredibly beautiful, like some of the most beautiful people in the world. And it's like, you can, it's nothing for you guys to just, you know, go to Greece for the week. Yeah. You know, and come back and everything's fine. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Exactly. And it's like, you can be as, you know, private as you want. Like, like you said, you can literally fly to fucking Antarctica with a bunch of strippers like you can do literally anything there's nothing that you don't have access to so i I just find it so weird that there are random celeb not to say that like you know chris and cavallari is like on the same level as an a-list celebrity that has access to anything at the the, you know the snap of a finger but you know there's still access totally completely you know know, she could have her pick from you know whoever's coming up in the country scene if she wants to <laughs> yeah exactly what I, <laughs> any whatever other like reality stars really 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 into sponsored posts you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> um anybody that graduated from the bachelor school of oh. away. <laughs> the, the bachelor school of veneers <laughs> 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 Who do you think would be a good fit? And, like, where do we see Kristen going from here? Because the article said that they will be, she and Jay will both be staying in Nashville to care for the children. But I think we're going to be seeing Kristen pop up in L.A. a lot more often. I think Kristen Cavallari is super smart. I think she knows her audience. I think she knows what people want and expect from her. I would imagine she's just going to lean in. Like, she's she's probably already planning like her next, you know, her next move as far as like writing a book. And like, you know, Chris, I think Kristen has a really strong understanding that like her draw and the reason that people love her is because they, they view her as like an honest reality TV star. Like it's somebody who like will tell it like it is or whatever. And I think yeah. she's, you know, I think she's going to lean into this divorce being like, a part of her brand for a while. Like, I don't think that she'll try and run from it. If anything, I think she'll make money from it. Yeah, like, Kristen has been able to market herself, I think, very smartly in a way that Elsie would never want. Yeah. And Elsie doesn't want to be on TV anymore. Elsie doesn't want to talk about her relationship. Elsie doesn't want to do the 25th annual, you know, Hills reunion. She wants to post, like, the same little, like, cream-colored pictures of, you know, (laughs) stuffed animals and her dog and, like, the back of her children's head for the rest of her life. And that works for her. Yep. But Kristen has been able to corner the market in the sense of, like, I'm willing to, like, really put myself out there in a way that, like, Elsie would never do. And I think that's very smart if that's what you want for yourself. And it seems like she does. Yeah. Um, what I found interesting in the season three premiere was that she was talking about how like, oh, you know, G- me and Jay have been going through these tough times, but now we're closer than ever. We're better than ever. Like, it's just like, you know, watching this now as I'm, you know, doing research for their divorce is just so funny to me. Like, we're just so tight and we really love each other and really been able uh-huh. to have like a renewal and a fresh start to our relationship in a way that's never happened before. And I'm just so happy with him and like it's so sad she literally in the series premiere says that she calls him lame is because he's so awful (laughs) oh my god jesus (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's an iconic nickname like i i have to give her props for that (laughs) i hope somebody calls you that the next time i'm like in like a dark place and it'll take me right out of it (laughs) it's it's truly brilliant so yeah I mean I kind of maybe see like a I mean I heard rumors that like there were talks about Kristen sort of being the spearhead of you know maybe a real housewives of Nashville um and so you know has that 
been ruined now? I'm not sure. I mean, it would she would have been like a great, you know, like the Kyle Richards of Nashville if she could have been. God, that would be amazing. Yeah, I would love to see her. I, I don't know. I'm just like at a place in my life, I feel like, where I really want to see the kind of reality shows from people, whether it's like truly documenting where they are in life and not in like a this is what our show is about. It's about our family and my lifestyle brand. It's like, no, I want a, a show about you being like a kind of sh- like a reality star who's like struggling to find like her next thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Like that would be really fun to watch. Yeah, like a My Life on the D-List sort of thing. Exactly. Like a show <laughs> about you literally being Kristen Cavallari from the Hills, not Kristen Cavallari, a like pseudo lifestyle blogger, whatever you want to call yourself. Right. You know, like bullshit. Let's go do goat yoga. I don't want that anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm I'm writing a vegan cookbook about how I feed my children, how I manage yeah. to get all work. Like, yeah. like what? What? This is what I'm getting from like, like arguably one of the greatest reality stars of all time. This is where she landed. I hate it. I hate it. But yeah, I mean, Kristen, if you hear us. We, you know, if you want to do a meeting, a Zoom meeting between the two of us, we can map this whole thing out for you. No, seriously, problem. nobody <laughs> will put you on the right track. We're basically both Samantha Jones. Let's be honest. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, do you have any people, men in Hollywood, that you think would be right for her, or maybe even just like the type of man that you would like to see her with? Yeah, I would love to see her with somebody who has a little bit more edge. You know what I mean? I would love to see her with somebody who's a little bit more... Because that was the thing that I always loved about Kristen, was that she can kind of handle, like, any guy, you know? Like, it was so empowering to watch her as a young girl, like, fucking run circles around these guys that were making all these girls cry. And she was, like, never that girl. So yeah. I would love to see her with somebody who has a little bit more edge, like a, just a little bit more punch, like somebody more interesting, like, you know, just anybody with a little more like, I don't know, zest or whatever, you know? So Justin Bobby. <laughs> yeah, like somebody with long hair, somebody who does hair, somebody who wears beanies with painted nails. <laughs> <laughs> I that, um, she, she brought up a great she had a conversation with Jay and she was like so like are you gonna do something with your life because I feel like you just like sitting around shuffling around the house all day is like not gonna be a smart move for you so like <laughs> you plan on doing anything because this ain't gonna work bro <laughs> yeah I I really love that I I would maybe like to see her with like a businessman, like an older businessman. The interesting thing about her is that she started off like her life and by life, I mean like having kids and being married so young, like she's only 34, 33 at this point. And to come out of a 10 year relationship, that's like pretty wild. Like I never really thought about how crazy it was that she was so young getting married and having children like at 24, 25. And that, that is young. Yeah, that's really, really, really crazy. You know, it's so funny, like, all of the people from Laguna, like, I don't know, I never really took into account when I was younger, because we were, like, they were young, too, that they all come from these sort of, like, um, like, traditional families in the sense that, like, they come from a place where it seems like people settle down young, just generally. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they want to get married and have kids, like, kind of, like, immediately to not feel like they're, like, lost in life or whatever. Like, all of them kind of settle down quickly, you know? Right. Yep. Yep. So, I'm I'm looking at an article now who's a – it's from – I don't want to say news, but – they're basically saying this is coming from a family attorney who's saying that they chose you know if if the rumors are true that they had been wanting to break up for quite a while now that this was a really great time to do it because we're in a pandemic celebrities don't want to have big news drop when people have the time to pay attention to it which right yeah 
But I also think it's very interesting. Like, I always love to know when people drop their news. Because I think when they're trying to hide it, it either will happen, like, on a Friday night or, like, a Sunday. In, yeah. in like, a normal <laughs> in yeah. a non world where days actually matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where time is a thing. You're right. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, so I, I did think that was interesting, like, to drop that in the middle of, like, a Friday um so yeah I I think that's very interesting I'm also wondering like it doesn't seem like she wants to have any sort of financial uh help from Jay and aside from like child support and the health thing and like you know maybe if she kills him or you know an accident happens that she gets to be the theory of that um He's, you know, he's worth a way, way more than she is. I, from the research I was able to do, she's worth around like three and a half million, whereas he's the net worth was anywhere between thirty and seventy million. Holy mother of Christ! Are you kidding? Yeah. Shit. Isn't that disgusting? Oh my, that is revolting to me. <laughs> I'm literally repulsed. I'm a little bit repulsed by the fact that she's only worth three and a half million because that feels like low. That does feel low for somebody who's been hustling for like 10 years. Yeah. Like Kylie makes three and a half million off an Instagram post. <laughs> no, literally. That's so crazy. <laughs> you know what that probably is too, though? Like she also, because she did settle down so young, I feel like she never, like, I don't know. I feel like she. she like she leaned into like a such a specific market so quick, like so young. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so specific what she does. And it isn't even like as like an influencer, jewelry designer, or whatever the fuck. Uh, you know, there really isn't a ton of money in that. Like you could be a hundred thousandaire very easily, but millionaires yeah. is, is uh you know ambitious. Yeah, like, what she does isn't, like, she doesn't do anything that's, like, so unique to her. That's another thing that I've always found so weird about all of the decisions that she's made, like, since leaving the hills. Like, Mm -hmm. all of her business ventures are very just sort of, like, okay. Like, you have a shoe line, or you, you like, are helping design shoes. Like, all right. Like, nothing screams Kristen Cavallari. Like, none of the things that she does are, like, really definitive to who she is as a person. Whereas, like, Lauren Conrad literally created a lifestyle brand for people, for girls, basically for basic girls that want to have a safe space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she is the queen of basics. Like, she owns the market on, like, Vera Bradley gals. And... Yeah, girls who have, like, uh, like, ladder things that they put their blankets on. Like that. <laughs> yeah like you know she like her brand screams lauren conrad whereas Kristen's is just like oh okay you design necklaces huh cute you know you put james in your uh lifestyle brand name like oh wow that's inventive yeah <laughs> like how blake lively of you cute Truly, like when she announced what the reasoning behind uncommon James was, I like literally like fly me <laughs> to the moon. So <laughs> James is her daughter's middle name, and Jay actually came up with the name Uncommon because he liked it. I mean, it's, so. it leaves you guessing. It's like okay. <laughs> Uh, like, what the fuck is an uncommon James? James is one of the most common names on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, James is literally, literally, like, next to John, as far as Doe. Right. <laughs> you know the rest? 
Right. <laughs> Uncommon Smith, basically. Um, <laughs> so do you have any final thoughts? I, you know, like in a dream world, I would like to see her get with Stephen Coletti. Oh. That would be a dream. But, you know, I don't know. I would maybe see her with like a label head. Somebody who runs uh, yeah. like an agency. Who's yeah. single at CIA? Do we know? Let's go through that. <laughs> That's a really good. Um, yeah. Now, now that you said that you could see her with like an older, like really wealthy guy, like that really checks out for me. Somebody's like cute, like whoever you know, like Lady Gaga dates. Who I'm like, who is he and where did he come from? Yeah. People, one of those guys, or like an art guy. She could pull like a Jennifer. What's her face? Um, yeah, like an art dealer. I could see her like going to Chicago and finding herself her own coupon king, a la Tinsley Mortimer, like something like that. Mm, yeah, definitely. Like, definitely see her intensely like bumping into each other at the same bar, like trying to hit on the same guy, being like, "Oh, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I mean, like in my perfect dream world, if I could like cast a spell, um, I would get her off E." <laughs> I would like in that show and like move her to a new network where she can fully lean into this like new chapter in her life where it's like a fresh start. I think she needs a fresh start on a new network for one thing. She's got to leave E. What network would you like her on? Um, you know, I've been saying for a long time that I wish Bravo would go back to like the celebrity thing where they would give celebrities shows that just follow them around. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to see Kristen doing like a like a like a almost like Paula Abdul's old show, like literally just following her around, you know, no storylines, no, like, you know, we're going to do this today or that today, this drama with this person, will they remain friends? None of that. Literally, I want to watch her just do shit. I think it would be fucking brilliant because she's funny. She's funny. She's quick and she's smart. She's a smart girl. Yeah. Aside from the anti-vaxxer. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could see her, like, at a lifetime. And I know that's a step down, even from E. <laughs> <laughs> you see her, like, in between Little Women LA and Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> I just this last episode of Married at First Sight. Here comes Kristen Cavallari. Um, (laughs) okay yeah that's yeah i would like to see like a more like breaking the fourth wall slice of life getting back to me sort of situation i think she needs it i think her personality demands being unscripted like just existing on camera that to me is when that's why like Kristen Cavallari's interviews, like, when she's been on, you know, like, Watch What Happens Live and stuff, when she's able to just, like, talk to a camera, it's the best, because she's, like, honest, she's uncomfortably honest about things sometimes. It always feels like when Kristen Cavallari's doing an interview, she's, like, telling you stuff that she shouldn't be telling you, and that's the greatest thing, that's her gift, you know? So it's, like, annoying that she's on a show that stops her from doing the things that she's good at on TV. I just don't get that. Yeah, the common thread in, like, all the articles I read was, like, Kristen said this about how much she hates Jay. Kristen said this about how hard the relationship is. Kristen revealed that they went to therapy. Like, these are things that we would never, well, like, maybe we would see, like, little snippets of on the show. But, yeah, I think she, there's something about her that's, like, unpolished but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Um, there where she really, like, tells the tea about her relationship. She's like, listen, no part of it has ever been easy. Yeah. And I have no qualms about admitting that. <laughs> like, I could totally see her going on another network and being like, yeah, my old show was fake. You know what I mean? Like, she's that girl. Like she did with Laguna Beach in the Hills. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like she has done. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I could see well, her alleging that the show she's on isn't real. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, idiot. Uh, um, wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Is there that you would like to add to this um just that we're rooting for you Kristen. i know that you're listening with bated breath uh for what we'll say next and uh we're rooting for you um 
I, you got to get off that network. Leave like let the Kardashians do their thing on that network. Every everybody else. All right, guys. So we ended up getting cut off, but it was basically the end. If you guys want to follow Troy and his podcast, which you should because he's a genius, um, you can listen to the Dunzo podcast. Isn't that? A timely, ironic name for a podcast, <laughs> given the subject. Um, all right, you guys. Thank you so much. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.